Welcome to the Fishers of Men podcast, brought to you by us at So Much Media. I'm Mary Ashley Burton. I'm Laura Samara Sands. This podcast is about relationships and your walk with Jesus. It's about the true stories of Christian men and women's struggles with chastity, sex, marriage, and relationships in a post-Christian culture. episode of Fishers of Men. I'm Laura Samara Sams, and I'm here with my friend Erica. Erica, would you like to please introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, Laura. Um, I'm Erica Vadvarka, and I'm happy to be here today on your show. Awesome. And the reason why she is here is we went to a game night a few weeks ago. Woohoo, game night. <laughs> and uh, she had mentioned that she met her boyfriend, who is also here, sitting quietly in the corner, uh, for five years. And the unique thing about them is that they met speed dating. And of course, this being a dating podcast, I was very interested to know the story. So I I just wanted to start with the question, how did you think about speed dating prior to actually going? Yeah, sure. So I'm thinking back to, you know, five years ago when this all happened. And for years, I had done the kind of online dating, different, you know, eHarmony, Match, Mm -hmm. all the various Mm -hmm. websites Mm -hmm. with, you know, different results, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, You spend a lot of time, I think, doing those sites Mm -hmm. and putting a lot of effort into trying to portray yourself Mm -hmm. through words. And then once you actually get to meet somebody, you you kind of have a different dynamic there, I think. Mm -hmm. So you spend a lot of time ahead of time using those sites. And then once you get to meet that person, it just was what it was in person, you know, the chemistry or whatever mm-hmm. might have not been there. And so over the years, I tried those different sites. You know, like I said, I went, went on dates, met some really nice people, but nothing had mm-hmm. come of it. Sure. So my friend from college actually had come across this speed dating event that was at our university, University of Minnesota, and it was an alumni event. So uh-huh. he had actually come across the event and kid really wanted to go and so I had no idea I speed dating I thought of it like what is this this is it's kind of strange you know (laughs) how can you really find out about somebody in a couple minutes but yeah he he persuaded me to go I thought this is just gonna be like a funny night like there was free drinks and free food and Ah. so I was like well might as well sign up and just see what happens free drinks and free food you got me there (laughs) yeah that's awesome so that's why you decided to go you just thought it was going to be this fun night with your friends and you thought nothing of it really pretty much (laughs) well what were your thoughts going in like did you have apprehension were you kind of scared were you excited what what were your emotions before yeah I think when you go into these events you're always a little scared, or what's the word? You want to put out, you know, your best foot forward, mm-hmm. and you never know who you're gonna meet. Mm-hmm. It's always a little stressful because mm-hmm. you know you want to look good, sound good, mm-hmm. you know, make a good first impression. And in this situation, it's all strangers, and our event was like fifty people, I think, were there. So it was wow. it was a, it was a lot of people. Was it pretty even, like? 25 girls, 25 yeah. guys? They like had a split? They had a pretty much split, yeah. Well, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were quite a few people. So when you first came into the event, you, you know, you're just kind of like mingling. And, mm-hmm. and and then, of course, at that point, you're like, oh, gosh, what did I get myself into? Because it's going to be like the next couple of hours of 
trying to impress somebody in like two minutes yes (laughs) so so yeah I think but then at the same time you always like well maybe this is the time maybe this is the event where Mm -hmm. I'll meet that person Mm -hmm. or something will come of it so Mm -hmm. you always go in a little bit like okay you know I I, I signed up for this I'm gonna make the best of it yeah I think (laughs) that's the attitude you have to have yeah um do you ever watch How I Met Your Mother I've watched a few episodes. I'm not, like, a religious watcher of okay. the show. <laughs> well, there's this episode where Ted takes Stella on a two-minute date, and it's it's quite impressive what mm-hmm. he does. Of course, it's a show, and it's all fiction, but when you talk about the two-minute, like, how do you get to know somebody? Because they give you two minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ours was okay. about two minutes, I well, think. What's the format? Like, so you're sitting in a row, and you kind of just, like, go musical chairs, and you kind of sit yeah. Really? Basically, yeah. Like so, in Hitch? Yeah, so we are in this big room, this, uh, yeah, this um, alumni center kind of thing in this room. And of course, like I said, you had drinks and food. So of course, everybody's <laughs> like running right towards the drink stand. Of course, um, yeah. <laughs> to try to like... Away from the other sex. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like we had this... high school dance or middle yeah. school dance. Basically, they had the guys on one side and the girls <laughs> on the other side of the room when we first started. And they kind of like introduced what was going to happen. So we had this like... It was basically like, yeah... All these little tables lined up. The girls sat on one side, and the guys were the ones that would rotate. And so you had this piece of paper where you would write down the person's, like they had like a number, Mm. and then you would write down after you met with them for the two minutes, you would write like basically yes or no. Would you want to like talk to them further and so yeah you had to make that split second decision like yes or no and then mark yes or no and then you're like well maybe let the one get away maybe I didn't I don't know but that was my like first reaction yeah yeah so that's basically what happened you just started they just put a timer on and then the first person sat down in front of you and away you went (laughs) wow (laughs) now did you have any preconceived uh like questions that you knew you wanted to get out get out did you research what what are the best questions to ask in two minutes like did you do any prep beforehand did you have any prep in mind you know I just I honestly just wanted to see if somebody could carry on some sort of conversation yeah like at least would put themselves out there even if they were really nervous and really you know at least they had something to say in those two minutes that you could think like okay I can continue to talk to this person further. I want to get to know them a little bit more. So I didn't really have any questions. It was more like, most of the questions were like, hey, why did you do this? Or mm. or because it was at the university, we were we would talk about when you went to school and it's alumni events. So did you still go to school there? When did you go to school there? What was your major? What did you like mm-hmm. most about the school? Yeah. What did you like most about Minneapolis, which is where where we lived those kinds of like quick things it's kind of more just like those quick fire questions that are pretty pretty tame but at least you could get a sense for how somebody acted in those situations did you feel like you were being asked always the same types of questions as well yeah pretty much i mean once you started going there were a lot of the same types of questions but then some you could tell some of the guys really prepared ahead of time and had like try to be unique or like here's this one unique question then you'd be caught off guard you're like I only have two minutes I don't know how to answer that question like that's a really serious question or it's a pretty complicated question I only have two minutes to answer that so uh, so you could tell some some people came in with some questions like unique or wanted to know something about somebody so 
Well, not including Brian, because we'll get to him in a second. <laughs> what was something that stood out that somebody said to you or how they carried themselves or, you know, what was a, a great opening line, for example? Mm-hmm. This is for anybody that's thinking to do speed dating and maybe wants tips. Yeah. With the, the do's and the don'ts, maybe. I think the questions that stood out to me the most, and now, like I said, I don't remember them really because this was five yeah, years five ago years now. Ago, yeah. But the things that stood out to me the most were people who – wanted something it was more like the fun questions like mm-hmm. what's the best date you've ever been on mm. um yeah, that's fun. you know like if you could do anything for a date what would it be or if you could do anything tonight what would it be actually i think somebody did ask me that like if we would leave here tonight and you could go anywhere do anything what would that be oh that's a good question so yeah. it was those kinds of questions that were unique you know made you yeah. think a little bit and made you think okay this person has like a personality and sense of adventure yeah or yeah. A sense of humor mm-hmm. or something that's great yeah all right, so to the big question, I'm looking at Brian over here. What was it about Brian that you decided to keep dating him? Yeah, so this is a funny story. So when we got to the event, they gave you little breaks in between these these two-minute things. So we would go for about 10 people or 15 people, and you'd get a little break to get some food, to get some more drinks, right. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And my friend that I had come with, he had been talking to Brian. I had seen Brian across the room. We hadn't done our little two-minute um, introduction yet, but I had seen Brian. And so I talked to my friend that I was with at the time, and I told him, you have to go meet that guy for me and find <laughs> out about him. Because <laughs> I'm not going to have enough time to really, like, you know, yeah. get to know him that well. So I want you to go talk to him <laughs> and find out about him. Exactly. <laughs> Wing so, so, yeah, so... Uh, we found out that Brian worked with my friend. They worked at the same company. So there was something to at least, like, talk about. And during one of the breaks, then, I was able to go over to where they were standing and kind of talk to Brian a little bit more mm-hmm. ahead of time and get to know him a little bit more. So I, I don't know. I was cheating a little bit, I guess. Um, but it was more, I don't know. I would seen him. I thought he was attractive. I wanted to get to know him a little bit more and so yeah I had my friend help me a little bit like getting some more information about him and getting it getting my chance to kind of get in there and talk to him a little bit more oh that's funny what sort of thing did she find out like what was the juicy thing that she came back with oh well actually my friend is a guy Okay. So yeah, sure. so I him. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that's I right. you said that yeah so I sent my friend over uh, you know I think the the I think uh, the most surprising thing I guess was just that it was such a small world. Like, my friend had worked at the same place as Brian, and so we had this connection already. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I think I also found out that Brian, I think this is when I found out he had a dog, too, which, like, that, of course, melts my heart, because <laughs> I'm <laughs> such an animal lover. Mm-hmm. So those were, like, two things that stood out right away, was that he, you know, I think especially when, when somebody says, like, he was talking about his dog, I remember, on our first date for, like, 15 minutes maybe or something. And for me, that's always so, I don't know, it just shows that some that person cares about something yeah. other than themselves, you know? Yeah. Um, they love something. They want to care for it. Yeah. They care about it enough to tell you about it. So for me, yeah. that was, like, a big thing, too, because, like I said, I'm an animal lover. So that attracted to me, me to him, too. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys have been together now for five years. Yeah, yeah. Brian, do you want to add to any of that? Like maybe your side of the story a little bit? 
Um, no, I mean that that was uh, pretty much pretty much what happened. It was um, it was it was cool to to talk to to her friend, and uh, I had no idea that that was going on. It was just you know <laughs> some guy who you know we were just kind of making small talk because it was you know there was there's there's actually a few more guys than than gals at mm-hmm. this thing. So, so the guys had that to kind of wait. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we had to kind of wait our turn. Sometimes they were yeah. guys with no no one to talk to. Right. And so then the guys kind of got to know each other, and so cool. That's kind of what I thought it was, but uh, yeah, I find out later that that uh, she was doing her own her own. Recon. Yeah. <laughs> that you were happy cool. about in the end. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what if I may ask, like what led you to finally do speed dating and like what got you there that night did somebody ask you to go with them was it kind of of your own volition uh, because we had both gone to the same college they sent out just emails to i don't know a big group of people a lot of alumni and said hey we're doing this speed dating event maybe they did i'm, I'm not sure how they mm-hmm. figured out who to send it to but so that's how i just sent an email and i was like oh that's cool and i had done online dating too and you know there are good things about it. I mean, I think it can definitely work, but you know, it hadn't worked really for me yet. So that I figured it was a good opportunity to, it's just like such an efficient way to meet a whole bunch of people and then kind of narrow it down to, you know, a few people that, that you actually want to continue to see. I think it's, you learn so much more by being there with someone than you do from an online profile. A hundred percent agree. There's something about being in person that you can't ever learn about just somebody's curated profile, you know, as genuine or authentic, you know, that's the buzzword these days as authentic that as you try to make it. Yeah. If I were to uh, give advice to anybody who was doing something like this, I guess I would try to ask a question that that really, that isn't just um, a, a common one that you might hear a lot, that's more digs into, it forces them to, if they're putting up some kind of a front, like everybody is, to kind of go beyond that a little yeah. bit and see if see who's really kind of behind that mask yeah. that they're putting on. Yeah. Uh, so something just a little a little deeper to, to ask them more about, you know, um, you know their their pets or something maybe something that would make them share more than they might otherwise. Yeah, then just like a general inquiry. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Can you talk about the process back up in in talking about how you felt when it was happening? Was it fun? I mean, I'm sure it was fun. Obviously, you'd think it was fun, but I bet it was stressful or or emotionally exhausting or what what were you feeling like going through it? Yeah, yeah. So while you're actually going through the event, it is it it is kind of draining, and especially because ours was like you met like thirty people each, and so yeah, it's a lot about, of about halfway through, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to do this again and talk to another person, and what was that person's name that I met yeah. before, and I don't remember who I'm talking to Were right you now. There taking notes, <laughs> you you don't you can't you don't even have time to take notes. Oh yeah, I imagine. Yeah. yeah, all you can do is just and you just kind of like hide your paper, like you're taking a test, like yeah, I'm gonna put yes or no. I don't know what they're. Yeah. <laughs> so so it did get kind of stressful and I will say for you know going into it you just want to know that like be yourself and whatever question is asked of you just the best thing you can do is be yourself and not yeah. try to put something out there that's not you because then you're gonna then you're gonna just gonna feel really bad afterwards yeah. like I didn't sound like myself I didn't come across as how I wanted to so all you can do is just be yourself during that time yeah. but yeah it definitely was draining yeah um, the process itself was draining because you're meeting so many people yeah. and answering and I, questions and a curiosity are you both extroverts or introverts you know how you feel about i have 
been, I probably align more with extroverts, but I, I feel like I cross that line. Every time I take the Myers-Briggs, I always come out like <laughs> right at that line. So there's sometimes yeah. when I definitely feel more introverted, but I would say I probably lean more towards an extrovert. Right. But Brian, I think is. Yeah, I'm more of an introvert. I, I'd still recommend it to anybody. I mean, it is stressful. Some people didn't make it. You know, some mm-hmm. people actually did just, they just walk out the door because it was kind of too much for them. Oh, wow. But if you're someone who is uh, comfortable in social situations, yeah. you know, at least somewhat, then then I definitely recommend it because it isn't just such a great way to meet a whole bunch of people. And, you know, like we, yeah. like I said before, so just be aware that it is kind of a, a, a rough night. Yeah. <laughs> How about like just friendship? Like maybe it's not somebody, do you know if that ever has happened? Is like... I don't want to date you, but I think you're cool. Like, let's hang out. Has that ever happened? I'm just curious. Because you're meeting so many people. You have to be able to, like, you're cool, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, guess that would be awkward. You're like emailing them back and you're like, actually, I don't, I'm not really into you, but. <laughs> well, I think that's what the whole next step is. Like, so you go to your speed dating thing, and then first of all, you're like, that first two minute impression of that person. And sure. then once you go on a regular date with them, then I think is when you figure out, like, oh, yeah, you're, like, awesome, but romantically yeah. not a fit, but you, like, are really cool. Um, well, I guess specifically, have either of you kept in touch with anybody you met that night? Oh, Just no. as friends? No. Okay. No. That, that's more what I was, like... No, and like I said, not because here. they weren't cool, but good guys just, or anything, yeah. but I just... It just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. And you yeah. know that, like, going into it, those people are probably looking for something romantic, too. And so, yeah, you know, after you figure out that's not going to happen, it's kind of like you yeah. go your separate ways. Yeah. Wish them the I best. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. So I imagine speed dating is like anything else where you might find a potential mate, whether it is online or meeting at a bar or a church or the beach or whatever. It, so it's like just like any place else. You meet somebody and it, it really is what happens after that, after the fact. How did that moment when you met at speed dating, how did it, now that you've been together for five years, I think anybody would want to know, like, what's the secret sauce there? (laughs) Well, I think you're right. It starts off with that first meeting. And from there, then it takes just, it takes two people to commit to that going forward. You know, Brian and I had many dates after that speed dating event before we officially became boyfriend girlfriend or in a you know committed relationship just the two of us yeah Yeah, exactly so I don't know gosh it was another couple months probably I think after that event before we were exclusive and so I think like you said you meet at a bar you meet walking on the street you meet on the subway you meet at subway (laughs) like you know (laughs) anywhere yeah Yeah. and then you just take it from there and then it turns into just regular dating I guess and you have all the same things that you go through in regular Mm -hmm. dating you learn about that person you learn what you really like about that person you learn about you know their flaws and how to deal with those and and I think for us anyway it's just been a lot of communication like learning the communication style because everybody you talk about communicate 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 in relationships but then all on top of that you have to know what is that person's communication style because you could be thinking you're communicating in one way and you're just like telling them everything you need to tell them and they come at it in a different way and so you have to learn those two styles and how to really get across to each other and I think that's that's what makes you last long term is is that and that commitment to like just being there for each other and mm-hmm. committed to making it work right long term 
So kind of an offbeat question, uh, but when you met his dog, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was that kind of the moment? Like, oh, this is the man. <laughs> you know, it was it was really funny because the first time I met his dog, which is our dog now, I had come to I went to his condo, and I, like I said, I had grown up with animals my whole life, mm-hmm. and so I wasn't afraid of dogs, or I was really you know I was really excited to meet meet, meet the dog, mm-hmm. and um, I came into his condo, and his dog just comes barreling down the hallway and pretty much knocks me, I mean, literally knocks me over. I fell oh, over. How big? how big is this dog? What he's, is this dog? what, he's 60 pounds? He's a flat coat retriever. Wow. Just with so much energy. And That's so he just awesome. comes and like barrels me over and like Aww. licking my face. And so I think, you know, I, I thought that was a good sign because I yeah. feel like animals really can connect mm-hmm. with people mm-hmm. and they really see a person for what they are. And so I was like, oh, this is good. And so it's kind of embarrassing because I'm all dressed up. I don't know. This was maybe our fifth date or something <laughs> at that point. And I was all dressed up nice. And, you know, and then here comes this dog just, like, knocking me over and licking me and making my outfit all messed up. But Brian didn't really seem to mind. I think he was probably, like, he was probably excited that I reacted that way. I wasn't scared off by the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you feel at that moment? You're like, yes, my dog likes her. This is the moment. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Whether, yeah. whether your dog likes your, your girlfriend or boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, say, I say that's a good sign as well. <laughs> Do you find that others have a similar stories to you? Like your friend, for example, did he ever find anybody? He did. Does he still do Yeah. No, he yeah. did. Find, he's in a great relationship. Awesome. Great, great woman. Not through the speed dating. Yeah. Right. But a different way he met her. But I have had a lot of friends try so many different types of dating. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like speed dating, like going on singles cruises, you know, where like that's all mm-hmm. you're there for is meeting somebody. Or, yeah, through like their, wherever they worship, like through those events, through school events through whatever it is through gym classes running clubs right. all different kinds you of can ways meet anyone anywhere exactly right? yeah. and so i feel like most of my friends have tried a whole bunch of different things and some of them have had success that way you know and, and even online dating some of them have, have had success that way too so it is kind of right place right time right right people together so. so you do know uh, people that have d- also done speed dating that are in relationships now? Not speed dating, actually. Okay. Um, no, I don't think I don't think so. You're the, you're know, like the one percent. Yeah, like, I've known people who've tried it many times, like different people who tried yeah, it at different yeah, yeah. times and have had you know um, have had fun doing it for sure. But uh, nobody that any ever came out of like a long term thing. Not that I can remember anyway. <laughs> Right. So sorry to all my friends if some if it happened that way I don't remember. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I think it's great where you can be in person with somebody and like two minutes. That's not a lot of time, but also first impressions and like that initial spark is uh, is important. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that that moment? Like let's let's back up to that specific moment where we're sitting down, you're across from each other. Erica, you already done your kind of recon. Mm-hmm. At this point, did your friend already kind of relay what he found? Yeah, because Brian was—he was later in my group, in like my round or whatever, Mm -hmm. I guess. So I didn't actually talk to Brian until a little bit later. I had already told my friend to put a good word in for me. (laughs) (laughs) That worked or not? (laughs) But yeah, I think you know. To be honest, I don't remember the questions that Brian asked me, but I do remember like feeling a little bit of like the butterflies, like oh gosh, okay, I'm almost—it's almost his turn. It's almost his turn. I gotta like 
nail this <laughs> one. Like I gotta get, yeah, I gotta do good on this one. So I do remember that, and it was later in the night, and of course, like people were, like I said, there was drinks, there right. were a lot of drinks and stuff, but. Um, but yeah, I, I do remember wanting to make sure I did something that impressed him enough so that he would mark yes on, my, on the little sheets. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, so back up again. Sorry. So when you do the, the speed date and there's this paper that you say yes or no, yeah. and then who facilitates that date? They, like, just hand it to people yeah, later on. Yeah, so you turn it in at the end of the night. You can't exchange any information with the person there. Like, you're, you're not actually sense. allowed to do it. I mean, p- people might have, but you're not supposed to. Yeah. So you just, it's all anonymous. You have your name on your sheet, and then at the end of the night, you turn your sheet in. They have all the email. They have all the contact information, the, the organizers. So what they would do then is you would basically, you had told them yes if I said yes, it's okay for you to give my email address. It was mostly e- it was all through email, I think, afterwards. My email address to that other person. Like you can, so at, a couple days later, you got this like email from them saying, "Here were the people that said yes to you. You both said yes. You both had to say yes. Yeah. So the other person couldn't have said yes, and you said no. Yeah. You both had to say yes. So any but any of those matches, then they emailed you later um, and said, "Here are the people that, you, that both said you both said yes." Here's their email address. It's up to you now to like right. contact them if you want to. That's a very efficient way for people to meet. And if you remember, and if you're okay to share, do you remember how many yeses you both paired with? I had, including Brian, I only think I had three. Okay. I want to say I had three, including him. So the other two others that I actually did. I don't, I don't even know if Brian knows this. I actually did go out <laughs> on dates with those other two. Uh-huh. But... I yeah. mean, the perfectly nice gentleman, too. Um, yeah. But just was, you know, Brian was... Brian was the woman. one. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Brian? What, um, I, I had a, a few more. Um, I think just, just because it depends on how how particular you're going to be, mm-hmm. I guess, as a person, too. Yeah. You know, it's just how many... It's sometimes hard to know. Some people maybe know better on the spot whether or not they want to yeah. continue seeing that person and some people maybe don't yeah and some people maybe want to give people a benefit of the doubt or they're just they have these red flags that are like nope nope I, you know that yeah. will never work and maybe it's the questions that they ask to somebody who asks questions that are very specific i remember one person who was like you know do you do you want kids you know do you want to get married <laughs> wow. like it's just like some really they're like really, wow. going for it going yeah, for it exactly because you know that's important to them that's really yeah. important enough for them that they don't want to invest time in a relationship where i think that's, that's wise work yeah for some you, people yeah. you know what you know what you want and uh, and it's fair for that person it's fair for the other person to know like yeah. what you're getting into too yeah. you yeah. know and the expectations i think expectation and communications are probably the two you know, biggest things in a relationship, right? Well, great. I That was awesome. Do, is there anything else that you can think of that kind of stood out in this process and t- from two minutes to five years? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I, I, you know, I just think that I'm one of those people that if you're, if you are somebody who's like ready to meet somebody and that's what you're looking for in your life right now, just give these things a try. I mean, Always be safe about what you're doing too, Obviously, um, you yeah. know. And yeah. but 
you know, like speed dating or, yeah, these little coffee meetups yeah. or even meet up like the, the website meetup. You know, there's all these fun things to do and like just go into it with, like I said, I went to this because my friend invited me and I thought it was like a fun thing to do and yeah. there's free food there. And I, I, I would have just gone for the drinks and Yeah, food. I mean, <laughs> you know, you can't go wrong. At least, I was like, well, at least I get to hang out with my friend and, yeah. do you know, fun, do this fun thing. And, and then it turned out to something. So I think you just go into with like realistic expectations of what you're doing, what you're looking for. And if it works, that's great. Yeah. And if it doesn't, it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong either like you're just trying yeah and I think the part thing is to try yeah right? yeah you're just trying to make that connection and, and whatever avenue that may look like to anybody because mm-hmm. I think that that is smart like if you are in a place of exactly what you say if you're in a place in life where you feel ready I could be in a committed relationship and that's what you're looking for you know it, there's no like I feel like there used to be a stigma even maybe five to ten years ago but I think that it has become it has become less negative the whole online dating or even speed dating thing um and people just like i said it's okay to meet anybody anywhere it's really what steps are you taking after the fact Mm -hmm. and if you're never going to try you can't blame anybody but yourself for not finding or that's not true of course there's still those instances where you're not finding that somebody but if you're trying i feel like that's all you can really do and Mm -hmm. leave it leave the rest up to fate or whatever it is that you Mm -hmm. um, believe in Mm -hmm. but awesome and thank you so much for being on the podcast I think this is a great little mini episode we usually run an hour but I feel like for speed dating it's very appropriate (laughs) to have like a half an hour speed episode a speed speed episode (laughs) I might even call it that it's awesome but I'm just I was just so fascinated because you know so many people have been trying and trying and trying to find somebody and then or or they know each other for so so long and then it just like doesn't end up working it's like there is a sense of this there is a sense of chemistry and personality that you have to just get right it doesn't matter how long you've known them or how little you've known them you know if it if it's right and it works out and i think it's also persistence and loyalty that keeps somebody around that wants to stay and that has to be mutual as well right so awesome. Thank you, Brian and Erica. Yeah, thank you for having us. Absolutely. <laughs> and that is a wrap on another episode of Fishers of Men. Thank you for listening to our podcast. This has been another episode of Fishers of Men. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please email us at fishersofmenpodcast at gmail.com or find us on our website at fishersofmenpodcast.com. We are also on Facebook under Fishers of Men. Follow us on Twitter at at LA Gone Fishing or on Instagram at Fishers of Men Podcast. There is an underscore after each word. Please also remember to rate and make comments on iTunes if you feel so inclined. It's really important so that other people can discover our podcast. I'm Larson Sams. I'm Mary Ashley Burton. Until next time, keep swimming.